I have some instructions for you. I want you to go straight back to the gallery. Start your motor. When you get to the gallery, tell Jennifer that she will be looking after things temporarily. She's to give me a ring if there's anything she can't deal with herself. Then go into the office and make out a check for cash for the sum of $5,000. Then carefully, but carefully, Hillary, remove absolutely everything that might subsequently remind me that you had ever been there, including that yellow thing with the blue bulbs which you have such an affection for. Then take the check for $5,000, which I feel you deserve, and get permanently lost. Welcome to another episode of the PGP Filmcast. I'm your host, Chad, and with me as always, Tom. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And Jerry. I need sugar and caffeine. Do you have caffeine? Yeah. This is all about the podcast that makes you tired. I no, swear, if you come no. over to this podcast, you're like, oh. well, late night last night. Yeah, last night made me tired. You guess what? Work at a soup kitchen? Work at a yeah. capsule Well, Chad got some new pornography. and <laughs> <laughs> Not just any, this is like the German stuff. <laughs> this is pretty serious. Or it's like an additional one, because yeah. people don't make it through the end. It's yeah. like the saw, but real. It was Jar Jar Binks porn. <laughs> Have you ever seen a female, whatever race? Was he a uh, Dungan? Dungan. Dungan. Gungan? G-U-N-G-A-N. Because like, the big ones are like the big fat toad things, but I don't yeah. can't remember if I ever saw a female Gungan. I think, I think they look like <laughs> <laughs> The women look like Ewoks. It's really, really gross. And they can't swim very well. Fur and water don't mix. <laughs> Coming up in today's episode... Uh, Feature movie is going to be Get Him to the Greek, which is a spin-off movie of uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Tells you how well that movie must have done, how much money it made. Made quite a bit. Okay. And uh, our verses is Julie and Julia versus Ratatouille. Kind of, an, kind of an unfair matchup, I'm have to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. One of the movies was clearly superior. I just wanted to watch Ratatouille again, so... Yeah, it was good. Then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, April 23rd and April 30th uh, movie releases. Some pretty good ones coming out. Then our retro review of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And top ten food movies. So, Forgetting Sir Marshall did not make as much as I would have thought. But only only 30 Marshall. million to make, but it only made 100 million worldwide. Sure I would have thought. a lot of DVDs. So True, more of a cult hit as opposed to a scene in the theater thing. Yeah. But anyways, uh, we can start out with news. News, uh, Joss Whedon, creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, oh, okay. and uh, Angel, mm. Firefly. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a Firefly guy? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, going to be the director of the Avengers. That's the Captain America, Iron Man, and oh. all the Marvel characters. Sorry. Are you going to lose your cricket privileges this yeah. early in the podcast? You're going to take away the cricket. And then uh, he's also going to rewrite the Captain America movie. That's starring Chris Evans. Captain America's... Yeah, well, that's too bad. Cause he was the human torturer from the uh, Fantastic Four yeah. movie. Yeah. I he might build a... He doesn't look like a Captain America to me. No. He's a little too small. Yeah. I imagine, like, Clive Owen. Basically, he like, like needs to look like Superman. Butler, like, like a bigger dude, yeah. 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 But there's never been even remotely close to good Captain America movie. So there's a wide open range. I don't think I've ever seen a Captain America movie. There's been at least one. There's one. Really? That was really bad. Late 80s, maybe? Yeah. Early 90s? Early 90s, I think. But IMDB yeah. will tell me the answer. If I type in Jersey. Captain Guy from Jersey, take a shot. Captain America. Oh, geez, there's a 1944 one, too. But I'm thinking of the this 1979. Oh, is it? Wow, late 70s. What about the... Ni- oh. I'm, I'm interested about the 1990 version of an Argentina... I don't think it was about Captain America. No. 
Steve Rogers, Captain America. Captain South America. Then uh, Darren Aronofsky is going to direct his wife, uh, Rachel Weiss and Jackie. The movie's going to focus on the days immediately following the JFK assassination. Nobody gives a shit what happened after the damn assassination. Well, maybe he figured out, maybe he figured out who actually killed him. This is his way to really? reveal it. This is Rachel Weiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She kind of looks like Jackie O, though. I'll kind of give her that. Yeah. But anybody with dark curly hair is going to look like Jackie O, pretty much, right? Okay. Kathy Bates. <laughs> Kathy, did you Kathy Bates with some of the blind side? No. Yeah. No, I haven't she seen did, that that's a pretty decent role. We watched yeah. it last night. Did you cry? It was actually a good movie. As much as I didn't want to like that movie, it was good. Did you cry? I can't say I cried during that one. Were you ready to? I was on the verge. The the young actor that played Michael Orr, he actually did a really good job. Really? Because it's largely a non-verbal role a lot of ways. He doesn't talk much in the movie. So So he should have got the Academy Award and not her? I think so. (laughs) To be honest, I think he was the best actor in that movie. Is he actually blind? (laughs) That's just in one eye. One eye is a little milky. The other eye is... Very astute. So he does have a blind side. Yeah. But we talked about this before. We, did we talk about last night about his uh, protective instinct score was so high? Yes. Or is this mm-hmm. before you got there? This is before. The, the, he takes a standardized test and they, uh, somehow, for some reason, they score protective instincts. Yeah. Well, they went through like, yeah, like, you know, like reading, <laughs> like arithmetic, verbal understanding were all very low, like 3 to 5%. But for some reason, the Iowa Basics also tested protective instincts. He scored a 98% on that. What the hell is that? I have no fucking clue. I've not seen a standardized test yet that tests protective instincts. True or false? I would protect them. True. True, I'd protect them. <laughs> nice guy, nice fella. That seems more like a psychological test. I would agree. So that was like the premise. That's how they first introduced that he's going to be like a protector to become the left tackle. And there's a lot of right that. tackle. And his first year in the NFL. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know. They, they keep comparing him to Lawrence Taylor as a left tackle. Lawrence Taylor is a linebacker. Or what's the, the off tackle or something? What was this? He's an offensive tackle. But they had some special name for where he was. Yeah, the left tackle is a blindside protector. Yeah, that's what they kept yeah. on was the left tackle. Yeah. Don't argue with me, Chad. Argue with the movie. Lawrence Taylor was How's there. That was nitpicking. Was Lawrence Taylor doing <laughs> coke in the movie? Don't <laughs> They didn't mention anything about his coke use. No. I had to tell Holly no, about, about LT and his uh, love for crack cocaine. <laughs> his cameo in... Uh, the water boy it was phenomenal. Yeah. LT's LT's <laughs> kids, football game. Don't do drugs. <laughs> no, he's like kids. And last thing is, don't smoke crack. And they all start nodding like this. <laughs> Bobby, how do you always find yourself in the correct position? Why well, this, this this one guy's got the ball, so I start hitting him. <laughs> and last thing, kids, don't smoke crack. <laughs> and anyway, we have uh, Martin Scorsese is going to direct the invention of Hugo Cabret. Which is a science fiction uh, kids movie set in 1930s Paris train station. Ooh. So, Martin Scorsese doing a... Like a kids movie? Yeah. Is Joe Pesci going to show up and <laughs> put somebody's head in a vice? <laughs> but on a comical animated vice. <laughs> Be a vice made of jello. <laughs> then uh, Emile Hirsch it will star in The Darkest Hour, which will be about a group of kids fighting for survival in a post-alien invasion Russia. Ooh, I like the sound of that one already. Mm. Yeah, I wonder where they came up with the idea of post-aliens invading Earth. Uh, maybe, what was the name of the movie? District, uh, District, District, Nine, District, Nine. District 9. Well, they, yeah. But that's not, really, that's not really post Red, Red Dawn. Yeah, but I mean, but they're not really fine for survival though, because like we basically, yeah, they, they basically combine District Nine with uh, Red Dawn, mm-hmm. or else just the premise of uh, Battlefield Earth, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Battlefield Earth is a good movie. I, I don't get sci-fi movies very often though, so I always keep an open heart to that. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford will star in John Favreau's Cowboys and Aliens. 
which will also star Daniel Craig and be written by the Star Trek writers Roberta Orki, Orsi, Alex Kurtzman, and Damon Lindelof. Could be good. Oh, yeah. Is this supposed to be a sci-fi movie as Science well? Science fiction movie. Ooh. Yeah. Two in yeah. a row. Those are all writers for Lost, by the way. Oh, sounds uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So you're already there. Tickets oh, I, I'll, be, I'll be going to see that one. Harrison Ford in there, too. we got to give that a little bit of credit. And he, does he play Han Solo in it? He could. I don't, I don't see why not. He's a cowboy. It's based on a comic book, so... Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, Disney has already book, started a pre-production on a sequel to the upcoming Tron Legacy movie. I like so. how they've already started the production of a movie that hasn't come out yet. Yeah. So, so did they start that big fat guy off the internet that made his own Tron suit? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> was it Jeff Bridges? No, this was like some crazy fan who made his own Tron suit. With, like, with the actual lighting on it. <laughs> you haven't seen this guy? He has like, oh. a, like a big mustache, and he clearly like, works in the post office. <laughs> <laughs> he made his own Tron suit. <laughs> when is Tron Legacy coming out? In December. Really? Yeah, so they're they're really getting a head start on this. Who's, who's starting? Is it Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges is in it. Really? Yeah. As Tron? Uh, is that, was that his character's name in the first one? No. No. Here you guys go. Here's Tron Suitcat. Oh, if you if you guys could see, look at this. We'll put it. Well, I can put a link in the show notes. That's him. <laughs> Favorite. Look at the male. Look at the male camel toe that he's got. <laughs> These actually aren't the markings. This is actually just where he had his uh, hernia surgeries on. Is right there. And they, I did read an online blog about the like the lighting tubing he uses for this. It's actually kind of cool. It's you know cool. It's not hot or anything like that. It's supposedly he's gonna. I think he was advancing the sewer. Eventually, it would be lining. All this stuff would be blue like this. Talented man. But Jeff Bridges, I don't believe he had that. Didn't have that mustache there. <laughs> Nor did he have glasses in the uh, in the internet. I don't think glasses were necessary. I'm <laughs> sure he will though. In the next one, you have to admit, you know, somebody with that kind of skill, intelligence, and you know, ability, you know, what kind of contributions could they make to society beyond this? Yes. And the, if you want to search this for yourself where you find the show notes, Tron Suit Guy. We'll Tron get Suit you. Guy. Right. We'll get to that. <laughs> that was it for news. Uh, we'll move on to the feature movie. This get is, him to the Greek. This is such a slow time of year for movies. Yeah. It's been kind of painful. Uh, get into the Greek comes out uh, June 4th, 2010. We're doing it right. I think you're doing it backwards. It's kind of like a woman. You want to wipe, you know, back to front. I think. Oh, you know, front to back. You want the poo. Try uh, put. You want the, the poo to stay in the non-poo area. <laughs> Just try putting yeah, on the table and do it and go home. Uh, but the table. Might... You might. You should enjoy the hell of it all right now. So I'm going to take away from you. <laughs> <laughs> you are done with it. Again, the Greek was written and directed by Nicholas Stoller, the original director of uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Not the final director of Forgetting Sarah Marshall. The original it director. Sorrow. He didn't direct the whole movie. What did I say? You said original director. I thought maybe he got replaced or something. No. No, he, he, he did the whole thing. Oh, all right. We are nitpicky today. We are calling people out on their grammar. No, no, I was just, I was, that guy was confused. Maybe like the crow, maybe he like died halfway through the movie and they replaced him. And then he came back to life to direct the second yeah. one. Oh. <laughs> uh, a record company intern is hired to accompany out-of-control British rock star Aljus Snow to a concert in L.A.'s Greek theater. And who plays the company intern? That would be Jonah Hill as Aaron Green. Favorite pudgy bastard. Then Russell Brand as Alja Snow. And Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men plays Daphne Binks. And Rose Byrne plays Jackie Q. That is That was P. Diddy. Okay, I thought it was like a guy that just looked like P. Diddy. And no, that was, was like P. Diddy. Sean P. Diddy Combs, oh, that's too Puff bad. Daddy, 
as Sergio Roma. Playing his fucking self in the movie. That's great. And that himself? He plays Sergio, Sergio Roma. Roma. Don't even attempt to explain that one to me. But these people are playing themselves. Uh, Katy Perry, Christina Aguilera, Pink, and Tom Felton. Who's Tom Felton? He plays Draco Malfoy in, uh, in Harry Potter. <laughs> what? Oh, really? How the hell is he playing himself? Yeah, I know. It's all music stuff, and then they get the, the actor. The guy that you, and it's, not, it's not like he, you know him because of his name. You know him because he played Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Okay, that's a weird one. They must have ran out of money. They yeah. really wanted Daniel Radcliffe, but the... That's probably a little too much. <laughs> I could take. I'd take one of the Weasley twins before him. Which, which one's Tom? Which one's the blonde-haired kid? The bad guy? Yeah, yeah. He's the, the head, head, head of Slytherin. He's got the nemesis to Harry Potter. Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Slytherin. There's Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, and Slytherin. <laughs> Four houses. Which is a, uh, which is a, Gryffindor is a good. Gryffindor guess. is like for the brave. Slytherin is for I guess kind of the very ambitious, potentially ambitious, kind of evil. Yeah. I guess. Hufflepuff is just the hard workers. Basically, the, the stupid fat people yeah. going to yeah, Hufflepuff. I, I would probably be in Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw is for like the smart kids. Basically, They're, they value a kind of cunning and intelligence above all. Where's Harry Potter? He is in Gryffindor, like both of his parents. Draco Malfoy. He is in Slytherin, also like both of his parents. Okay. You would know this if you'd read the books multiple times. <laughs> I've not read the books. I've only seen what, there's even one a, or two of the movies. There's a poster on my wall in my room. That you can't see right now, so don't, even, don't look towards my room. <laughs> I'm gonna. I gotta go take a look. At I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Hufflepuff. So, game to the Greek. You guys interested in seeing that? After seeing the preview, yes. Yeah. That one. Yeah, did maybe. It. I like to uh, forget in Sarah Marshall a lot. So, whenever the little scene of the show with him getting the adrenaline injection, being like, I'm awake. <laughs> Seems like they might be using a little bit too much of the. What do you call it? They attach the camera to the person. Yeah. It's like they're. It stays focused on their face with everything happening behind them. That was like about half of the preview was done in that. Yeah, uh, they kept scan. going back to the adrenaline shots. Uh, that that part his yeah. his voice gets to me a little bit. Oh, he's looking a lot bigger in this movie. He kind of he fluctuates. He goes back and forth. He's kind of like a Star Jones, Oprah Winfrey, but for a white guy, a white Jewish guy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, I think his high point was probably. Uh, the grandma's boy. Dude, that was probably his biggest. Yeah. He was really big in that one. Skinniest was? I'd probably say super bad. He was maybe. Or maybe, uh, what was the one? There's the, there's the one with um, Adam Sandler. Right? 40 year Virgin? Oh, uh, Funny People? Yeah, that one he was a little thinner in, actually. Yeah. So that, I, that might be my vote for the for the thinnest I've seen him in. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd agree <laughs> that, so. And to mark my point, I released a horrible stench over here, so be warned. <laughs> if it, if it, I'll just know, lean back. I'll open the door if we need to. What would you have for dinner? We had a Bertoli dinner in a bag, which was a pasta, sauce, cheese, and chicken. Really nice. Apparently, you, right? And spices, because that's yeah. what's now happening. Did you show uh, Chad see the picture that you showed us last time? Oh, of the uh, bottle? Yeah, I, I've shown yeah, it. I think I've I showed seen it that multiple times. Chat, chat, I've seen that time. Oh, God. Check this out. Check this out. Red lobster, buddy. Red lobster right there. Those are shrimp tails in it. It's like a wizard stick, honestly. Shrimp tails, it's kind of like rebar for the poop. It kind of gives it structural integrity. Chite. You guys ready to like, do the verses? Like, yeah, sure. All right. We're talking about food. Chad, Chad uh, let's see not, the segue? I got it. DMs to food. food. Yep. Let's see where it started. One of these movies is good all the way through. One of them is half shitty. So, yeah. unfortunately. Julie and Julia versus Ratatouille. And cut, it's pretty, pretty easy. Ratatouille is a much better movie. Yeah. If they cut out the Julie, 
If it was yeah. all if it was all Meryl Streep, then it would be actually yeah. would have been a really close call because her yeah. parts were really yeah. enjoyable. The Amy Adams part, though, oh god, just drove you nuts. And like, her who husband, cares? Who cares? I kind of wanted wanted to kill that guy. Hey, it was just a, yeah, it just was no terrible actor. Douche, yeah, it was not a good job. And it just made you just cringe when like you knew they were about to switch back to her brother. You're like, oh. Because Meryl Streep did a great yeah, job. Meryl Streep was really good, and uh, so was, uh, what's his name? Ratatouille. No, the <laughs> the actor Stanley Tucci. Oh. Thank you. Jerry, don't, Jerry, don't eat this. That's not food. <laughs> This is not food. That is Easter grass. Don't eat that. You're making me sick. Jesus wasn't paying attention. He was, he was not paying attention at all. Ratatouille. He's, that's my job. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Uh. I had to watch Ratatouille in like, installments I was able to find because yeah. I couldn't get the DVD player to work. It's just, I mean, it was, it was a it was a, Ratatouille is a very good movie. It had, it a good, had a good kind of flip ending to it, too. Yeah. Even though rats making food is disgusting. Mm-hmm. It was that bad. It was a rat burger? Rat burger? Rat burger? <laughs> that, is still, that is still my favorite review we've done is Demolition Man yeah. <laughs> well is this one going to beat it the next one oh of course it's be a great the next one again if not 5 out of 5 stars you will be you should summarily banned from the podcast you should play your uh, ringtone right now into the, uh, into the microphone I wonder if I can when we announce it I will hear how to do that okay because I actually recorded part of this movie as my ringtone well I can just call you <laughs> Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. But it actually scares me when I'm at work. If I forget <laughs> my phone's on a ringer, I'll be like typing. I'll like, <laughs> It's not subtle. So I think we all agree Ratatouille is the superior film with these two. Just because I hated the Julie parts. Yeah. yeah. That's why I made, made for a good versus, though. If, if it would have been all that, it would have been really, really close. Yeah. Meryl Streep was really good in the... Yeah. Did she, she didn't... I, I don't think she received any sort of... She was nominated. She was nominated. She was nominated. nominated. Okay, that's what I thought. Sandra Bullcock won. That's tough. Or the blind, the back side. <laughs> the, the blind end. Do you mean the blind side? The blind vagina. The Usually, we like movies where white people rescue poor black people. They actually address that in the movie. Huh? When he's being investigated by the NCAA, they thought it was a recruiting violation. They said, in the South, this is not the first time that white families adopted a poor black boy and then raised him. To a super athlete? Super athlete to go to their alma mater that they are boosters for. <laughs> which to me was frightening. Well, I got plans too. I'm, University of Minnesota will someday have the black child I adopt and turn into a super athlete. <laughs> I know what sport though. Maybe rowing. Well, you gotta go, you gotta go with one that has longevity. That's why I think you know basketball people tend to play for a while. Um, baseball is another really probably good probably one. Probably the longest. I think sport either be a, either be a football kicker or a baseball relief pitcher. Well, offensive linemen can play quite a while. Don't they usually, usually go bad, But they though? die at, like, 50 years old. Yeah. Because they're so big. And they did so many steroids. Yeah. But the little, the little kickers, I mean, they can go forever. It'd be like yeah. Martin Anderson would be, like, the most points of all time. Yeah, Not all kickers, though. 50 years uh, old. Martin Gramatica. Uh, no, it was Bill Gramatica. He uh, tore his ACL celebrating his uh, field goal that he made. <laughs> well, then he's a dumbass. I thought maybe he kicked himself in the face and like knocked out his own teeth. No, no. He, he, he jumped up and celebrated, and then he tore his ACL, and now he's out of football. Ouch. <laughs> Who wants to do April 23rd? I can do that one. Yeah, yeah. April 23rd, these are the new releases. We have The Losers. Based the off, Losers. Based off of a comic book, I think. Yeah, okay. based on a comic. Why is everything based? There's too many comic book movies there. Well, it's either create your own IP or just you already have them. Or you just got to adapt it to a screenplay. Uh, it's enough. Mm-hmm. Just tell you what makes money. It's got Chris Evans, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Idris Elba. 
Yeah, and uh, was it Naomi Harris? Is that who was in uh, Star Trek? No. Oh, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana, yeah. Please. But uh, yeah, basically, after being betrayed and left for dead, members of a CIA black ops team root out those who targeted them for assassination. It looked, I guess I shouldn't be giving it. It looked okay, but it looked a little Not too really. cheesy for me. Yeah. Way to, too cheesy. And I liked True Lies, so you got to take, you know, well, like that's saying lies. something. But it just looks like uh, they really wanted to get this out before the 18 came out, since it's the same type of movie. Very similar, isn't it? The remake of the 18? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comes out this summer. Do we already talk about this? Yep. Pretty sure. Well, you weren't paying attention to that either, so that's okay. <laughs> we, no, we didn't talk about like this episode. No, but do we talk about it already in this podcast? Yeah. We've done it before. Yes, yeah. in a prior episode. I believe that was episode 34. 34, I believe. <laughs> when it was featured? Look it up! Let's see, we have the backup plan, which is the preview. I cannot make it through entirely. I'm, I'm apologizing, Holly, right now, but this stars Jennifer Lopez. And she should lose her Actors Guild license. Single gal Zoe meets potential husband Stan on the day of her artificial insemination. Despite the initial spark, the two lovers begin to wonder if they're taking the right steps to an enduring romance. And she's like basically puking and pregnant the entire time they've been dating. Yeah. And usually people who have sex with Jennifer Lopez puke. Usually it's a guy who's puking. <laughs> I'm ashamed. Mark Antony's been in there. Oh. He has, uh, what was it? Can we get uh, maybe a little Percy Jackson? No, the 12 Olympian Gods. Oh, I didn't see this. Okay, we got Oceans. Oceans is our next one that I have. It's narrated by... I had to take a drink. Narrated by Pierce Brosnan. This Pierce guy's everywhere recently. He's <laughs> got a lot of money. Does he have bills or something? Like, why is he... He's just that good. Production is way he, up. He's trying to be the new Morgan Freeman, narrating everything. Maybe. No, 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 no. The 12 Olympian Gods. There are four oceans on the earth. An ec- ecological drama you slash. Said four, and they're five. I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> the last one. I could have said I could have said sixteen, but in the same thing. I wanted him to say a number and then something else. <laughs> uh, Eighteen buys water. It's a drama documentary film throughout the globe. Actually, not throughout. It'd be like around the globe. Part thriller, part meditation on the vanishing wonders of the subaquatic world. Oh, great! Some more liberal, yeah, propaganda it comes bullshit. Out on Earth Day. Oh, yeah. So this is about the this is about the myth of global warming, correct? No, yeah, which is not true. Unproven? No, it's unproven. A, unproven. It's I a, believe the Texas Board of Education probably just they don't even teach it. And who we didn't, didn't care if it was true. We didn't watch the trailer. It, it just follows is kinda like uh the penguin movie. It follows like different sea creatures and Oh, and it's going to be beautiful. It's, in th- it's too bad. You think they will almost be like in 3D? Not, it's, it'll be IMAX. It's trying to make us feel 3D. sorry for them because they're too fucking stupid to adapt to a new yeah. environment. You can't get out of the soldering around your neck. Yeah. It's, you know, it's your fault. Figure this out. Bullshit. I mean, how much pity do I have to have? Because you're going to need it for uh, hey, April 30th. Oh, I should have taken it. Damn it. I, I've got, so I got a lot of comments in your third one. I'm holding yeah. you personally responsible for because you're going to be reading it. April 30th, Please Give, starring Catherine Keener and Oliver Platt. A Manhattan couple find their plan to expand their apartment complicated when they bond with Andra, their elderly neighbor next door. I, she's probably not in there very much, but she'll clearly be the best part of this movie. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, that one, uh, what's the Ben Stiller one, Landlord or whatever? Oh, uh, the one that just came out with the... No, the one with him and Drew Barrymore. The old lady, they move in with the old lady. No. You're not getting me. I don't follow. Upset guy from Jersey again. You, you got you got to give me a little bit more to go on. Yeah, they, she's like the landlord. I don't know. Next we have Nightmare on Elm Street, starring Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah. This figured serial killer Freddy Krueger stalks a group of young people in their dreams, forcing them to remain awake as the only alternative to death. I'm trying to find your movie, Jerry's killing me. Sorry. 
It's not the Heartbreak Kid, is it? When, uh-huh. when did it come out? That was a while ago. <laughs> Duplex. <laughs> Duplex. Okay, so I need some hard data here, Jerry. <laughs> a bit ago. It came out sometime since the beginning of it. Sometime during my lifetime. No, I think they should have brought back 60-year-old uh, Robert Englund to do Freddy Krueger again. They could, I mean, but who's better than I have to get Jagger Earl Haley? I think is going to do a good job. If he comes in on a little dirt bike and drives a heavy man to Houston, then maybe. And then you might be into yeah. it. I'm kind of excited to see the. I did not know the origin of Fred. I didn't realize it was based off like a real person that got killed. They say it in the first movie. Yeah. I haven't seen the first movie in a long time. Yeah. That might be a Versus when this comes out, the original Versus the remake. We eventually got to do Last Boy Scout for something. Ooh, last Bruce Bruce Willis, Damon Wayans. We already got it set for the next one, so just remember that. That's a really good movie, though. That's a great movie. I didn't like the original Nightmare on Elm Street, so. Johnny Depp? No, didn't like it. It was pretty fucking terrible. What about Dream Warriors? (laughs) I didn't didn't like any of them. I don't really like horror movies that much. B-horror movies are all right. (sighs) If they're ridiculous. Because you want things killing, I know that. (laughs) At least the part that you saw. Yeah. Just the... Well, no more nice tits, bitch. <laughs> nice tits, bitch. You just you, well, got, you got stopped. What about Hellraiser two? Huh? I didn't like the Hellraiser movies either. Flabbergasted is what Jerry's face is reading right Ouch. now. I mean, some of them are, are all right, but I don't really. There's some what? things that just destroy like the fabric, the structure of your of yeah. your life, and that's one. Of them. How do you not know this? Huh? We, we don't talk about it all that. We haven't talked about Hellraiser. Oh, sorry. What about Saw? I didn't like Saw either. Uh, I didn't even finish it. <laughs> okay, we're friends again. Sweet. <laughs> I cool. like Saw either. Now we can move on amicably. To right, a, the a human, humans. But, uh, I was going to... Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Uh, Jesus it's, Christ. Uh, <laughs> it's the same... You know how they re- redid the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Shot for shot? Not shot for shot, but Pretty they close. updated it. and Scene for scene. It's the same. Uh, same are they going to put some that. like really you know like Slipknot in the background as Freddie's walking forward? Some real good hard rock music. I hope so. That, I think that's <laughs> like a house was like. a house of a thousand bodies or something like that. So it's a house that. of a thousand corpses. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Terry's probably going to let me know that I'm completely wrong on the whole Nightmare on Elm Street thing too. Well, you are. What about like it's bad? Being yeah, bad is good. Yeah, well, it's a personal opinion thing. Yeah, I would. You can take. You can. T- if someone says it's a bad or good movie, I think you can take offense. They say I don't like that movie. Then you can't argue because that's opinion. But Chad's opinions are usually wrong. Yeah, yeah. especially about Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> All right. About Chad being wrong about Star Trek being better than <laughs> Star Wars. Huh? Who, who Next, we have the Human Centipede first sequence. Booyah! In Germany, two American tourists become stranded in the woods. Their search for help leads them to the home of Dr. Heiter. Heiter, a demented surgeon who possesses a sick fantasy to surgically connect three people as a human centipede. Okay, so we're, we're going to flesh this out after watching the preview just a little bit. A, the scene when the two women like are sitting on his couch, the look, water back. the look he gives them like when they're saying they need to call him the phone, that was, the, that was one of the... I've never seen a person look more creepy than that guy. His mouth is like Calvin. Like, oh. <laughs> I... You're tourists. You're tourists. Tourists. And then, the, the, you know, when we talk about them connecting three people to human centipedes, he has a dream where he wants to connect them basically mouth to ass. So it's one long digestive tract. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. Yeah. That's what I'd do if I were going to connect three people. <laughs> if I had three people on the scales, human centipedes where I'm going. And then we were joking that, you know, centipedes typically have 100 legs. This one only has six. Six. Well, so it's going to be probably, what, 30? Could you count their fingers and toes? It's like... I'm saying so I'm gonna say no. What about the little little cilia inside the uh, inside the digestive tracts? Little hairs that trap nutrients. I mean, there's little cilia and stuff and yeah. like that. There's gonna be millions of those. So you only need one person. Okay. 
Uh, Don't try to defend the human centipede, Jerry. It makes no sense on any level. It's his sick dream, his yeah, sick fantasy. He's a nice basement, though. He does. The he's he's a doctor. He's basement. well paid. I don't know if you get if you get a flat tire and you're in the middle of nowhere. Do you leave the road? Why would I actually run straight to the woods? And try I would to find drive you. on the flat tire. Yeah, this is the same logic why you wouldn't jump off the from frozen. Why you just wouldn't jump off the <laughs> chairlift, but and ski down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You rented. Obviously, they rented the car. You, you your job when you rent a car is to fuck that car up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> keep that in mind when you ever if you ever ask to borrow my car. <laughs> I said rent a car. Rent a car. Friends car, different story, but if it's a rental car, well, you see how I interact with Kia, the people in the rental car people. And, and, the the, rental car people. and, and my respect to the Kia Rio. Thank you, Alaska, excuse me. And uh, if we don't get the Kia Rio for the price that was previously agreed upon, I'm walking. <laughs> to Anchorage. Yeah. <laughs> 10 p.m. at night. Only place open. Uh, honestly, Let's I'm, fight. on foot might have been better than driving a Kia Rio in <laughs> Alaska in December. Yeah, especially because it was melting, so it was just glare ice everywhere sidewalks, streets. Inside the Alaska Aces Stadium, everywhere was ice. I gotta shuffle some paper here. Come on, come on. There we go. Tommy can do your cricket now. Do the cricket. The noisy cricket. Oh, oh, okay. We got nothing to offer right now. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, guess who's coming to dinner? Came out. guys, (laughs) Walt. Sorry. Came out December 12th, 1967. Oh, yeah. Production budget was $4 million. That's, that's a lot. lot. That's a lot for 1967. Well, think about what they, they walked around the house. How did they spend $4 million walking around the house? Uh, well, they had, they had to keep Spencer Tracy alive until the movie yeah, was he, finished. He, he, he was died like eight months. He, he was, died 17 days after they finished filming it. Oh, really? Yeah. 17 days? Yeah, he was nearly dead. He was only like guys, six years old. Did you guys see Catherine Hepburn with her clearly had Parkinson's in that yeah. movie? And she was like, I think it's wonderful. Wonderful. This large-membered black man wants to penetrate the orifice of my demure virginal white daughter. <laughs> but uh, domestic gross on the $4 million budget was $56,666,667. Jeez, that's what done. Adjusted for inflation, that'd be a monster. Yeah, that was a big pull. <laughs> So, directed by Stanley Kramer, and he th- this was his big movie. Other than that, nothing I heard of. So, huh? And written by William Rose, who wrote the original Lady Killers. Oh. One that came well, out in the 50s. That's, that's some cred. Joey Drayton brings her fiancé, Dr. John Prentice. <laughs> who represents home, all black people in the world, by the way. <laughs> home to sunny San Francisco to meet her affluent parents. <laughs> Their liberal persuasions are now put to the test, for although the young man is an ideal choice, he's highly and internationally respected in the medical field, and he's impeccably mannered, handsome, well-dressed, and of a respectable California family. He's black. He's a big black guy. But, but a, I, he's more than an ideal candidate. I was ready to blow him. Yeah. <laughs> so he was 37, he had more monographs than you could like shake a stick at. He was lecturing at Stanford, tropical medicine. Yeah, I, I think that makes us not so much of a... A good message movie because it's completely preposterous. I'd blow just to get the trip to Geneva. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be worth it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, since I'm better than all of you. And what you was want, that part want, at the beginning when he says, how often is she here? With the, the woman who... Oh, the, the, the black daughter. Yeah. What, what days is she around? Oh, don't look at her. Don't look at her. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed unusually interested in her yeah. when she walked by. Yeah. Starring Spencer Tracy as Matt Drayton. And Sidney Poitier as Dr. John Wade Prentice. That's Dr. Jesus Wade Prentice. 
Then uh, Catherine Hepburn as uh, Christina Drayton. And Catherine Houghton. 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 Who cares? As Joey Drayton. And Cecil Kellaway as Monsignor uh, Ryan. Who loves everybody. He was he was awesome. He was like manic. That type of <laughs> ah, a great day. Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. <laughs> I, love, I love this guy. I love... How about some scotch? And Bea Richards as Mrs. Prentice. And Roy Glenn as Mr. Prentice. And uh, Isabel Stanford as uh, Isabel Tilly. Isabel Stanford. As the, uh, the maid. Yeah. That, uh, that we're fucking mean to. <laughs> she was a terrible stereotype, and they, they just yeah, gave her shit the entire time. Yeah. What's but she also you? reacted, I, to, I still feel rather oddly, to his appearance. Just, yeah, despite the fact that he is the, the, the most ideal candidate yeah. in the industry. And she called him the N-word. And was very. I'm not sure. Was she angry because he was dating a white woman, or was this going to raise trouble? What was her issue? It's, it's just not something that's not done in Mary in your own kind. He's trying to move himself up, despite the fact that he's apparently runs all medicine in Africa. Yeah, because Mary made the uh, traveling medical school that's going to yeah. teach him how to do the different things. Yeah, is that that's preposterous? It's just ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, IMDb seven point eight out of ten, average rating or user rating. Then Rotten Tomatoes sixty three percent. 15 positive, 9 negative. Okay. Leonard Moulton gave it 3 out of 4. And I gave it 2 out of 5 because I didn't like it very much. I gave it 3 out of 5, especially for the dancing youth and the, uh, the line about whether or not they'd had sex yet. Yeah, he's afraid he'll hurt me. He's afraid he may, he may hurt me. We know he's going to hurt you. Hurt you is, yeah. <laughs> we know what he's capable of. I I, I was expecting to hate this movie. I'm going to give it 4 out of 5. I yeah. rather so enjoyed it today. Average of 3. Rather enjoyed it today when I watched it. Average of 3, then... It's about right in line with the Rotten Tomatoes. So. Maybe I lowered your expectations a little. It might have been. So I was expected yeah. to... Because I, 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 it was a very slow-paced movie. There's just yeah. the actual content. Oh. Spencer Trace was pretty entertaining. I liked his little speech at the end. I did like Basically because uh, he brought all around where he still blamed on the black guy at the end. Yeah, so it. we're going to all gang up on your black father. Because it's his fault he hates white people. Let's go eat. That was like the wholesome of his talk. His black but, father was the problem. But, uh, yeah, the, his speech at the end just told the entire story of the movie. They could have just made it that. Yeah, it could have been five minutes long. They could have watched <laughs> that and then ate food. <laughs> but he was only, like, 60 years old when they made that movie. Mr. Tracy? Yeah. He looked like he was, like, 85. He looked exactly like the the up. <laughs> he guy. did. Looked like Burgess Meredith, but a little older. Uh, and then uh, I did like the part where they go for the ice cream. What was that ice cream that I had? Remind me, because I'm really old and white. <laughs> Uh, Tropical California Moisenberry. Yeah, what? Uh, <laughs> is that fucking neon color ice cream? I don't know what he got. It was a crazy flavor. <laughs> and he just kept saying, "He's just really." He sounded like he had. He was really demented when he was uh, trying to talk with that waitress. He's got Lady Bumby sitting next to him. Bring bring her a cone with a bowl because she's gonna spasm and throw everything. She wants her ice cream cone in a cup. Otherwise, there's gonna be ice cream everywhere in this car. Matthew Drake. I was I was anybody else mortified by when the dad the white dad was speaking with the black mom and she got very angry that man forgot about everything once they were no longer sexually interested in them. It was very mortifying to me. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are mortifying. The the this, the youth dancing, the delivery, yeah, the he wouldn't stop dancing. That was you, that was a really imp- that was, was really embarrassing. odd. Then the the black girl came out and. She started dancing too. Yeah, it was totally cool that they apparently are going to go on a ride together. But yeah, yeah, they didn't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're but you want to come ride in my state delivery van with no windows? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen inside of a van, dear? 
What days is she here? <laughs> oh, don't you pay attention. Well, but I will. <laughs> oh, but I just might. And the Monsignor was, yeah, clearly manic and loved everybody. I think of that guy Shriek Rat, though. He did, uh, I did like his offer to apparently wrestle the dad if he was younger at the end to like, try to restrain him. I thought that was pretty entertaining. And very homoerotic. <laughs> did uh, anybody have a uh, trivia? I have a few trivia questions. Okay. Yeah. Basically, there's a few. I'm sorry, guys. Bermatoli is burning through me. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes you impress yourself just a little bit. You're like, nope, yeah, that's better than the one before it. Uh, I'm sure I'm trying to find my trivia in here. Not of oxygen. Okay, trivia is how long had the couple known each other? Uh, ten days. Ten days. Mm-hmm. And the other shocking thing is they also mentioned the, the respective ages of the two characters. 37, 23. Bam. I thought it was 36. 37. Okay. So yeah, he was dead a young white woman. Yeah. <laughs> I like some young. Can't blame him. He that's, earned it. That's about the only trivia I think that I had. Okay. I, I, no, I already mentioned the one like where where are they taking the plane to at the end of the night at ten forty five? Geneva. Geneva. Where are his parents flying up from? Los Angeles. No. Yeah. So that helps me actually watch him like basically what, four hours before the podcast. What did his father do? He was a retired retired mailman. Yep. Sacrificed a lot. Mowed, he mowed lawns at night, Jerry. In order for me to become the greatest doctor in the history that's of the world. ever existed. So, so this movie paved the way for black guys to be, for white parents to be disappointed with the black guys that their daughters bring home. <laughs> Sorry, are you a doctor? Do you run the World <laughs> Health Organization? Are you a doctor apprentice? No. No, actually, I've had quite a rough life. Uh, so, doctor, what? Doctor, what are you? Yeah, he was, in the beginning of the movie, he was very dodgy about what he was a doctor of, like... He was always interested in a doctor, but he would never like mention anything about because it. Because he's such a big doctor that he's a doctor of everything. Doctor yeah. of everything. Yes. Could be tropical medicine. All right. You want to do top ten food movies? Yeah, yeah. birds are top ten. This was a good one. I really enjoyed this list. Start with. Uh, I had to whittle it down some. Scott's. Uh, Scott's yeah, I did Scott. Well, Holly, did you have your one? You had a. You had a list of one. I forgot. Oh, when Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally. Yes. The, the orgasm scene. The orgasm in the restaurant scene. All right, uh, Scott's uh, number 10 is uh, Stand By Me, the pie-eating contest. It's a good one. Huh? That's not bad. I'd like to, I'd like to remember when they ate the dead guy. That was my first They ate the dead guy? Yeah. You sure of that part, but they ate the dead guy? <laughs> oh. No, it's just you. Just the toes. <laughs> number just nine. The toes. <laughs> just eat one toe, dude. Eat one toe. <laughs> hey, fat kid. Jay. Eat the toe. Number nine, supersize me. And he writes so much cholesterol. Uh, no, it's a cop. I'm, I'm sorry, Scott. I'm calling a cop out on that one. Huh? I don't buy that movie. Uh, he said, because he said so many dumb rules, like, oh, if they offer me super says I have to take it. Well, no, you don't. You can have one hamburger if you had any sort of willpower. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Jackass. Tom was deeply offended. Tom went to McDonald's. I was angry about this movie. To support his people. Well, it's going to be on my list, too. I thought it was pretty funny. Especially the French Every fry. time I see a bus, i got to take a smoke. <laughs> I smoked 3,000 packs of cigarettes today. Killing America. <laughs> Number eight, uh, Pulp Fiction, the Royale with cheese and big Kahuna burger. Big Kahuna burger. That's good. That's, good. That's that Hawaiian burger. Burger Johnny, is I heard they got some tasty burgers. <laughs> big Kahuna burger. And uh, number seven, The Road to Wellville. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, because he eat the all cereal. types of weird shit in that movie. Yeah, yeah the cereals. Especially John, John the Cusack the, cereal. Yeah, the, what are they called? Perfo perf- or something? I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> that was a weird. That was overall. A very odd movie for yeah. that time. That was what mid nineties, probably. Yeah. Yep. The first time I saw that, I don't think I—I I was probably honestly too young to really get it at that point. 
Number six, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, monkey brains! Baby snakes, monkey brains, eyeball soup. Yeah. The pregnant steak was pretty good. The chilled monkey brain. <laughs> then number five, Cool Hand Luke. The eggs. How many eggs does he eat? 50 eggs. 50 eggs. Jeez. What would happen if he ate 50 hard-boiled eggs? You probably, I mean, won't kill you, but you wouldn't feel very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what your bomb was will look like after. That's a lot of protein. <laughs> wizard stick? <laughs> be a wizard. Then number four is uh, either or, but it's pretty much the same scene. Alien or Spaceballs, when the alien pops out from the chest during the meal. That's a good one. Sometimes it sings and dances. What do you get? Blue plate special? Sure, please. Number three, char- I assume he means Willy Wonka in the Chocolate he Factory. He wrote Charlie in the Chocolate we'll Factory. That's the book. <laughs> Fucking literary types. <laughs> uh, World Made of Candy, he says. I mean, that is a movie about solely just about Let me in, I'm starving. Let me in, I'm starving. Augusta, save some food for later. <laughs> I'm hungry. Then <laughs> uh, number two, he has Ravenous. Human flesh makes you supernatural. Would Ravenous, I'm not... As uh, Robert Carlyle, like said in the 1800s, and yeah. they, they eat people. They eat people. Really? That does it. Sounds like my kind of movie. It does. All right, Chad, you gonna? No, I, no. Or Tom, I can. I doesn't matter. Tom can go. Okay, I really got into this list. I only have one uh, duplicate. So really, yeah. I got a couple. And I wrote down um, the year it was made, some of the, any notable stars, and a little just a little synopsis of the movie. So Thank I'm God. guessing a few of these you have not seen. Okay. Number ten is Larva. I have not seen that. 2005, starring Rachel Hunter and William Forsythe plays this crazy farmer. <laughs> so overall, this is in Host, Missouri. The The newcomer is uh, Dr. Veterinary Science Eli Rudkiss. Um, and he's called by Jacob Long, who's played by William Forsythe, to examine one of his cows. He finds that there's this really strange like liver fluke in the cow. Um, so he sends it to his friend, the Department of Agriculture for research. He later finds the same parasite in a creek, and he sums the population for a meeting, warning him that it might be the animal food. So this is kind of the peep, like the local farmer versus the big corporation, where there's a big called local tender meats is like the big, I guess, cattle processing plant, and they basically control the entire the price of all the cattle. They buy all the cattle from this small town, so they started offering free feed as like an experiment, and in the feed was like a hormone or some sort of chemical. Is it supposed to make the cows bigger? It's supposed to make the cows bigger, but what it did also it also mutated the natural liver flukes, and they like will then bust out the cattle, and they and they keep growing, so like the size of like a large garbage can lid with like wings and fangs and they'll leap on and kill people <laughs> so it's all about food so the initial scene is that the tender meats is having like a because of course he's a veterinarian so he's a vegetarian so they're all having hamburgers they're all filled with little liver flukes everybody in the town basically gets killed by these things are all veterinarians uh, vegetarians? this guy is they are they're all psychotic I know they, they they ordered an ultimate the other day at the vet clinic <laughs> <laughs> double cheeseburger Number nine is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Nope. That one had to be on there. Number eight is Ice Cream Man. It's right there in the name. You guys remember who the star of this one is? Oh, God, I remember the movie. I don't remember the movie at all. It was like 80s, isn't it? Yeah, no, 95. Steve Buscemi. If you saw the cover, it would be Clint Howard. Oh, God. I, I didn't see it, so... After being released from the Wishing Well Sanatorium, all Gregory wants to do is make the children happy. So Gregory reopens the old ice cream factory, and all the unappreciative brats are basically, he kills them and makes them an ice cream. <laughs> oh, God. Ice cream, man. Number seven is The Adventures of Bob and Doug McKenzie, Strange Brew. 
It's <laughs> a good one. 83, of course, we got Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, Max von Sydow, which I had forgotten about. Who's <laughs> awesome. Ming the Merciless. Yes. I think we all pretty much remember the basic premise of Strange right, Brew. Yeah. The one thing I, and you guys may have known this, I did not know this until I was reading about IMDb, is the basic plot, as well as a lot of the names of the, the company and the characters, are in reference to William Shakespeare's Hamlet. This is an adaptation of Hamlet. Really? I did not know that. I had no idea. I've you, never, you took a, I've never read Hamlet. You, I did I, but this was, yeah. I verified this on numerous sources that this wasn't just a one yeah, brand. I, I got all the way through a bachelor of it, bachelor degree in, it, in English. Yeah. I can <laughs> tell, I never, Jerry, I can tell. You're an novel as well. And he even took a class on Billy I took an entire class on Shakespeare, and I never read Hamlet. It's also Rick Moranis' first movie. <laughs> but I had no idea this movie was based technically in an adaptation of Hamlet. What I found fascinating. <laughs> Number six is Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah, I figured That's that would make you guys. 2004, we all know the rough story. Lots of lots of stars in that one. NPH <laughs> being probably largely the biggest. Yeah. What's wrong with my list? Number five is Soylent Green, which Great I guess one might be Yeah, that was a light cut for me. Oh, 73. That's a long time ago. That was a great movie, though. This one, I wanted, I wanted to get the little synopsis out. It's been such a long time I've seen that I remember the basic premise, but not the more of the details. It's the year 2022. So we're pretty close, actually. Um, New York's population has now grown to 40 million people. The greenhouse effect has risen the temperature to nearly unbearable um, levels, and people are kept in cities by law. The rich live in separated luxury apartments, and the women are part of the apartment, so they kind of come with it. <laughs> they also experience a lack of natural food. In this movie, 1973, strawberries were $150 for a glass. And Detective Thorne investigates a strange murdering case of an official from Soylent Corporation, which feeds the masses with a palette of their creations of Soylent Red, Yellow, and the even more nutritious Green. It's paper. Yeah, Charlton Heston is phenomenal. He is amazing. And according to IMDb, there's a remake set to be released in 2012. Oh, really? Really? With who? It just said it was in what it called pre-production or production. Uh, It didn't have any details. They'll never match uh, the original. No. If we, can you guys, who would you, if you had to pick a current actor that's most like Charlton Heston, who would you pick? Ooh, Barry Pepper. Who? <laughs> Barry Pepper. Who was Barry Pepper? <laughs> he was in Battlefield there as he's the main, main guy in Battlefield. John Travolta. There. Anybody, any Scientologist. I would say like maybe like Mickey Rourke or something, if you thinned him down a little bit. Yeah, well, he's a little too, uh, I think you need somebody who's like a mountain, like stoic. I wouldn't say Mickey Rourke is stoic. I would say he's a big. He's like a big, huge guy. How's he not stoic? <laughs> but like calm and oh, okay, authoritative. Basically, you want to take Bing Rames and just bleach him white. Yeah, Bing Rames or there will never Goldberg. be another Charlton. <laughs> Thank God. Jeff Goldberg. There are not not enough bullets in the world to have two Charlton Hestons. <laughs> you can bullets from my cold dead hands. Number four is my personal favorite find. This is when I do have to say thank you to Holly. This is alive. <laughs> <laughs> That is food. That is food. <laughs> 1993 had Ethan Hawke in it. He ate, he ate the pilot. Yep. And you probably had sex with him, too. It's probably part of his list. They, yep. You're a Gwen rugby team, and they ate dead people. Yep. That is all about food. I'm cutting some, I'm cutting some meat off those bodies. The butt, butt meat. I would, I would do butt meat first. If you were to eat a human being, what would the, be the first part? I'd start with the butt. I mean, that's the biggest muscle. Huh. Butt, thighs. What would be the probably the finest tasting, in your opinion? The leanest meat with the... We also want a little bit of marbling, right? Yeah. So you want it, so it can't be too exercise. That's the thing. I mean, okay. ribs would be always good. Ribs on a person. Thigh. Thighs. I'm not gonna go on vacation with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think is like kind of the least used like skeletal muscles? 
That'd be like the tenderloin. You know what would be really good if you could eat the platysmus? It would just be like one sheet, like really thigh, really fine steak. It'd be like what you get at cons. What about the lats? Mm-hmm. The deltoids the, would make a good hamburger. Just, like just a steak sandwich. Just uh, adrenal gland. Fresh adrenal gland. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot to think about. I'm not sure what would be the choicest cut in a person. Well, let me know. Because <laughs> I, I, I need to know. My freezer's getting full. I will eventually eat this person. <laughs> Number three for me. Don't look at my list. Number three is heavyweights. <laughs> heavyweights is good. 1995 because it has Alan Covert from Grandma's Boy, Ben Stiller. Uh, basically, it's a fat camp, so it's all about food. He had to like the food orgy that they have. <laughs> Never put Twinkies on your pizza. Once it's been canceled due to lack of hustle, <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Liposuction, option or obsession. One of Ben Stiller's first movie appearances, arguably one of his best. Probably as a crazy yeah. fitness guru. Get on the scale. Get off the scale. Catch <laughs> me for sick. Number two is the stuff. For the 19, I, I, I saw this one coming. I yeah, you I said it was going to be on my list. And this one, I am going to read you the summary. Thank so, you. So, so eat it. So starring Michael Moriarty and Garrett Morris of SNL fame. <laughs> What's uh, Michael Moriarty's? What's his character's name? He was Mo Ruffafood. Why? He always asked what they always want. Always ask for money. Always want more. <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> Nobody can possibly be as stupid as that sound. Like. Industrial spy and former FBI agent David Mo Rutherford is hired by the executives of the ice cream cartel, basically, to disclose the recipe of the phenomenally successful marshmallow and yogurt-like dessert called the Stuff. Somehow, you just it's can't get enough of the stuff. Somehow, its consumers become addicted in the product or to the product, and competitors want the formula. With the support of Nicole. And the designer of the stuff's app, who is the designer of the stuff's advertising campaign, and the random boy named Jason with the creepy eyes, who refused to eat it after his family became consumed, Mo tries to prove that the stuff is a malevolent and possibly sentient natural substance that is trying to take over the minds of the population of Earth. And it is. And it's a really good movie. And it's a great movie, yes. <laughs> Alright, that's your number two? Mm-hmm. Alright. My number ten is Big Night, Stanley Tucci, and uh, Tony Shalhoub. It's all about them cooking this fancy meal for a star that's gonna, gonna come eat at the restaurant. Which which movie? It's called Big Night. I, I saw this when I was researching online. I'd never seen it, so I could not. It's not that great a movie, but the food part of it's pretty cool. Okay. Number nine, I have Ghostbusters for the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. That was on my uh, runner-up list. Number eight, I have Old Boy, which isn't my favorite movie, but the the, when the, he goes, the octopus, the octopus <laughs> scene is is pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't say it'd be your favorite movie. Just movie with food in it. Um, that will I will never eat octopus. I I didn't think that you would. <laughs> you like yeah. seafood didn't so much. That didn't think that would be a problem. You should watch that scene. It's pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> I just want to eat something alive. Um, I love you to death. Number seven. Son of a beach bastard. Mm-hmm. Number six. Christmas <laughs> vacation for the Christmas dinner. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Number five. The Great Outdoors. Oh, There's a lot of food in that you one. You know what I'm talking about, right? Lips and assholes, lobster tails. The big 96 or that itself right there, yeah, that gets it on the list, I think, I want to say. Number number four, Willy Wonka, The Chocolate Factory. Number three, Super Size Me. Number two, Cool Hand Luke. Oh. Right. Uh, Number ten, I have Monty Python's uh, Meaning of Life. Is that where he eats until he blows up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll take about (laughs) it. And number nine, I have uh, Hot Shots, the the sex scene. Oh, they're frying the food on or something? (laughs) Brings <laughs> up the pork chops. Number eight, uh, Spanglish, the Adam Sandler movie where he's a chef. I, I never saw, saw that. It. it was pretty good. Oh, I saw. But it wasn't the greatest movie. But he makes this one, like he makes a 
snack like late at night and he makes this really elaborate sandwich and it looked pretty tasty <laughs> it was good it looked like an excellent sandwich and then number seven uh, Pieces of April yeah, that's so, a good movie that's a good one Kay- Katie Holmes is uh, making a Thanksgiving dinner for her family oh, Hope Davis included right yeah uh, oh. Oliver Platt that one I'm not familiar with it's with kind it. of funny it's pretty funny it's, it's funny it's not I think it'd probably be kind of a home for the holidays. Uh, oh, pain. so I don't think oh, it's belch. Gonna... Just think about that movie. You cannot and, make uh, it through. Number six, I have the Blues Brothers for the. Uh, How much for the women? How much for the women? How much for the little girl? <laughs> One wants four whole chickens <laughs> and a coke and, and a coke. <laughs> number five, Under Siege. Oh, he is the chef, <laughs> <laughs> and he cooks. Well, you can, I mean, arguably you could do Under Siege 2 or is that a huge cake? Is that yeah. even more central to the movie? <laughs> and he is also now uh, accused of trading sex slaves. <laughs> Steven Seagal? Yes. Is that, is that going to kind of hinder his uh, being on a Mama. talk show? Yeah, he, got, he just got sued for a million dollars because uh, he hired an assistant and she had to perform sexual acts for him. And he uh, also apparently keeps Russian sex slaves as assistants. <laughs> so he's, he's being prosecuted for... Being part of the sex slave trade. That's like felonies and yeah. bad stuff, like prison, lots of prison. Yeah. So Lawman is currently on the shelf, I think. <laughs> but he he's he going to be safe in prison because he can do all the kung fu? Yeah, no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine, yeah. He won't be punked? He'll get his own sex slave in prison. The price of this punk is $500. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have no $500. Yeah, it's a punk for it. <laughs> Number four, uh, waiting. I put a Ryan the, 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 Yeah, the bat wing. The game. He brought the game. <laughs> Number three, Animal House. Food fight. Food fight and when he's just eating. In the yeah, when, when he's going through the line is pretty good. And he, he, does, and he imitates the, uh, was it the pimple or a zip? I'm a zip. Get it? Get it. And number two, I love you to death. All right, and your number one, Jeff. Number one, Ratatouille. I love that movie. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good one. All right, and Scott's What's number one? What's Scott's number one? Else? Scott is Monty Python's Meaning of Life. The wafer thin mint scene where the guy explodes. Ah, Tom. <laughs> Mine has not been named yet. This is Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Do I remember that movie? 1973. I, I was uh, expecting uh, to hear uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That I had that one on. That was on my runner-up list, but it had the the food theme was kind of yeah, cursory to it. Yeah. Uh, my number one. My well, Python in the meaning of life. Yeah, sorry. I got a synopsis to read. All right, sorry, my, my number one's already mentioned, so it's no yeah. money Python. Back to me, back to me, attention to me. After a wave of reports of mysterious attacks involving people and pets being eaten by traditionally docile fruit, a special government task force is up to investigate these violent vegetables and put a stop to their murderous spree. Included in the crack team, this is, have you ever seen this movie, is a lieutenant who never goes anywhere without his parachute, an underwater expert who never without his scuba gear, and a master disguise who conceals himself as dressing as a black Adolf Hitler. It's amazing that there are sequels made to this movie. That's the most amazing part about it. <laughs> and this, the food is the, actually the main character in the movie. It is. It's a fine movie. I haven't no, seen it since I was about eight years old, though. No uh, mention of Swedish Chef at all? No. No, no. Yeah, no Muppet we, movies. I'm sure we missed a lot. Swedish Chef never really has a big part in the movies. They yeah, always no. just show up for like a second. Should I at least talk about him on the food show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what song was it? Uh, Danny Boy? Bohemian Rhapsody. Danny oh, Boy. Giddy, giddy. <laughs> <laughs> the Bohemian Rhapsody was was very well done with the uh, 
Thank you guys. I think we watched that not too long ago. That was right. a few months ago. All right, uh, that's, that's we, it. That's what we got. That is it for this episode. Coming up in the next episode, our feature movie is going to be Predators sequel. Ooh. And we're going to have our retro review of. Uh, hold on one second. Do you do you find that what? it gets? Well, I mean, do you find that, do you find that it gets confusing when they make sequels? There we go. Give me a call, Chad. We need to listen to the ringtone. I feel like we're pretty good at this. We're, we have we totally prepared for this. Keeps going. It loops. <laughs> Khan! A retro review of Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Ricardo wants about my secret love. And uh, we have versus? A, a big versus. Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. Mortal Kombat's actually not a bad movie. I, I've bad. seen them both. It's just been a really long time. I watched part of Street Fighter the other day, a couple weeks ago. Because <laughs> who, who plays who is the main? Jean Claude Van Damme. And what character is he? Is he M Bison? No, M Bison was Raul Julia. Oh, who, what character does uh, he play? Guile. Guile. Oh, well, that makes no sense. Okay. Oh, Guile's white. Bezos was a blonde hair, and I yeah. don't think he had blonde hair in the movie. Well, there was a hat. There's a bray. Whatever. He colored his hair, but it was like kind of a red thing. They're like, why are we even making this movie? And. He's obviously not American. <laughs> Good point. Maybe maybe he's a Mountie undercover in the U.S. military. All right, and top ten, too? Top ten car movies. So, looking for car chases or just cool cars? Oh, yeah, I've got uh, Con Tucker. in 60 seconds. Can I, can I put Con in 60 seconds for several different numbers? Yeah, just sure. Imagine different moments in the movie uh, where it's just awesome. You got to put <laughs> Tucker on there? Man, man Tucker, Man in the Street. The Hidden Humility. Oh, God. All right. Uh, that's next episode. Uh, go and listen to our podcast at our website, uh, www.pgpfilmcast.com. Go there. Send us an email. And Make sure that you go there and uh, vote on the versus Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. And give us, and if you want to comment, actually, yeah. you can do comments yeah. on the shows. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and this is the first show. <laughs> well, and the last show, because Jerry just died. <laughs> uh, Chad, did, <coughs> Chad did not mention Dark Knight. Once. Oh yeah, we had pointed it. out to a listener that Chad had mentioned Dark Knight in at least ten straight episodes. <laughs> really, yep. ten straight episodes? Yep. So he, he. I wonder how many I mentioned the stuff in in a row. Probably quite a few. Yeah, right up there. You just can't get enough of the stuff. Are you eating it or is but, it eating uh, you? I just want to say that you brought it up. It wasn't me. So <laughs> that's what I mean. We're saying we made you had not mentioned. Chad did not mention. So episode. you're you're off. Your streak is over. He's like, hey, my email is Dark Knight at TechnoFundRoadRunner.com. My my. Heath Ledger at Dark Knight on Sector 5. So you get what? Email us at... It was a good movie. <laughs> it was good. Tom, <laughs> Chud, or Jerry at sector 5 Yeah, and that's on the website, too. There's a lot, just, of, just, a lot of stuff on the website. Yeah. There's like two links. There's a couple Some podcasts. Of yeah, you're going to post the link of the, the Tron Suit guy on yeah, there. Yeah, Tron Suit guy will definitely be on there. Yeah. you got to go take a look and see his uh, male camel toe. It is, it's quite glorious. And there's this big mustache, and he's clearly... I don't know what two fifty maybe you'd say. He really, he's pretty really, short. I'd say one ninety. He fills out that suit though really well. I like how he did it against the white wall. He's so proud of it too. You know, this is where he. This is his rape room that he's like, <laughs> in right now. Oh, he looks more like uh, Sub Zero from Oh Running Man. Running Man. He's, yeah. he's a big teddy bear. Sub Zero, I choose you. But that's it. Good night, people. Good night. <laughs>